morning, everybody, and welcome to the Blockchain Expert uh, Insights podcast. I'm delighted this morning to have Rhonda Al-Rifai um, as our expert today. Uh, good morning, Rhonda. Good morning, Trevor. Um, I hope you're doing I'm doing very good. How are you doing, Rhonda? I'm great. Thank you. Uh, and um, today, Rhonda is all the way from uh, the Lebanon in Beirut. Um, how's the weather over there, Rhonda? Well, it's uh, summertime and it's uh, extremely hot. <laughs> it's uh, summertime here in Ireland and it's, it's extremely cold and wet. <laughs> so <laughs> we have that juxtaposition. But um, Rhonda, yeah. like I always begin my podcasts, um, I try to get as much in, in you know, a concise 10 minutes. Um, I always ask um, the experts this question. So what does blockchain mean to you? Yeah, well, um, for me precisely, Blockchain means uh, the inspiring uh, technology and uh, is the new industry that uh, makes people shift their career. This is as an overview. And in terms of, you know, um, a digitally transformative technology, what do you think is so transformative about it, Rhonda, from your experience? a banking and finance uh, like me, a background. So I think that uh, everyone can learn and educate him or herself about this technology and uh, where they can create and innovate in their uh, lifestyles. Fantastic. And you mentioned you're from a kind of a, a kind of a fintech or banking um, background. What do you yes. think blockchain solves? Like, what were you experiencing challenges when you were working in the industry that blockchain can now solve? It's traditional. So uh, even in the banking industry, uh, when it comes to blockchain technology, it goes like a, a, a re, a reinventing, let's say, or uh, the evolution of uh, financial transactions and financial system. In, as a whole, and precisely uh, when we talk about blockchain, we have to uh, uh, to talk about Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies, where where uh, they are the real and uh, the main facilitators of the network. Uh, basically, as Bitcoin, uh, the transfer of uh, funds from one person to another without using an intermediary. So this is a quite <clears throat> good evolution for financial transactions. Um, uh, of course, we have a lot of projects going on and have been going on with the uh, uh, implementation of blockchain technology into financial institutions and into uh, corporations, which focuses mainly, um, which have been uh, working, uh, focusing on um, uh, transfers um, uh, similar to SWIFT. Uh, for example, uh, the Ripple, uh, and yeah, and a lot more. Fantastic, Rhonda. And it, it, there, it, you mentioned Bitcoin there. Um, do you, yes. it, at the moment, I, I see Bitcoin as something that you hold on to, so a kind of a digital asset rather than, let's say, a form of payment. Do you think it's going to evolve or countries are going to adopt national digital currencies so it could be more of a transactionary nature that we would use on a day-to-day -day basis rather than holding on to it um, just to in the prospect of its value going up? Well, 
and 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 uh, according to my experience um i've been witnessing the rise of bitcoin since 2015 that was the year when i was introduced to bitcoin so uh, and that was uh, uh, a year where bitcoin was uh, really cheap comparing with that uh, with the price now so um we thought that after reading the paper uh, the white paper of satoshi nakamoto um the main mention uh, that he did is that uh, bitcoin or cryptocurrency is a way of e it's an e-cash so it's a way of transacting uh, or doing transactions based on uh, digital or uh, electronic money so uh, that went well for a, a precise uh, period uh, uh, until now um, in my opinion what i can see from for bitcoin at the future as um it, it can act and as an uh, as a reserve and not for daily transactions this is what i see um that doesn't deny that if i want to buy anything online or i want to purchase anything with p2p uh, network uh so i can do that with bitcoin but for for me as randa um i've been holding or huddling um this digital assets uh, the cryptocurrency uh, for a long time, and I will do that for the future, keeping in mind that I want to uh, huddle it for uh, a, a long-term investment and acting as a reserve or uh, just uh, as, as the time that I uh, have been uh, uh, buying gold. And that was like uh, before I got introduced to Bitcoin. So, um, I think that the majority of people who believes in this concept, who believes that Bitcoin uh, will be someday uh, a kind of a reserve and it will not, I think, uh, replace um, the national currencies uh, in, in a way or another. And uh, for example, we have been seeing Salvador uh, giving it a legal tender to be uh, kind of uh, a currency, but uh, the president said that they were looking for uh, Bitcoin as a reserve. Um, the, the actual or the, let's say, the uh, practical way of using Bitcoin for now is transactions, of course, and purchasing and selling, and more like purchasing and huddling, I say, until uh, it becomes saturated. Fantastic. Great overview there, um, Rhonda. And I suppose a, a lot of people, I see a concept coming into the, 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 the parlance of people of DeFi or decentralized finance um, as a way of, you know, helping those who are, don't have access to traditional banking systems. I, can you see a value proposition there of Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies to help those who are unbanked to transact on a day-to-day -day basis through digital currencies? last five years i've been um reading uh, um, news and following up with updates and the news about um how uh, evolvement of bitcoin or cryptocurrency has been going so yes i i very much agree that um for those who are unbanked and for those people who are uh, banked but have been going through uh, financial crisis like Lebanon. So um, for the Lebanese citizens, for example, recently we have been uh, using uh, uh, Bitcoin 
instead of uh, remittances or transfers uh, from uh, the diaspora. I know that this um, uh, this percentage, or there are a few, very few people that have been doing that this, but I think it's going up uh, gradually, and uh, comparing to 2017, 18, 19. Uh, there haven't been anything about uh, transferring Bitcoin from country to another into Lebanon. So now we have a market for this. We have uh, um, cashiers uh, and tellers. So yeah, so like here, people are um, in favor of uh, receiving Bitcoin and cashing them out or holding them instead of uh, bank transfers and it was due to the uh, constraints that the banking sector ha have been uh, uh, putting on, on, on the people's uh, deposits and transfers. Fantastic. And it, it kind of coincides with an article I, I, I read that you put up on LinkedIn, Rhonda, about the increasing numbers of crypto yes. miners that are occurring or growing you know, in the Lebanon. It was a fantastic story that their ability to now trade on Binance you know, has facilitated a kind of financial freedom for them. But can you explain a bit more about the, the growing crypto um, minor market in um, Lebanon? Yes, Trevor, so you are right. Um, there has been an increase also uh, in the mining market, let's say, in Lebanon uh, recently, due to the uh, ex uh, increasing uh, usage of Bitcoin. People here uh, have been awakened, let's say, and uh, they have uh, been um, researching and uh, 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 getting information about uh, Bitcoin due to the crisis. So you can see that when, when a population um, goes into a financial or economic crisis or hyperinflation like Venezuela, uh, so they uh, go to another way, which is cryptocurrencies. Um, I know that cryptocurrency has been witnessing that for the last, um, let's say, yeah, like uh, four or five years, not more than that, uh, when, when, when the people get uh, aware of it. So uh, my belief is that it can help people in um, transactions and getting uh, wealthy again. Yeah, but this is not, I don't think this is uh, the... Uh, ultimate goal of Bitcoin, um, so uh, so that maybe another cryptocurrency can come in and uh, be more, uh, let's say, uh, uh, practical or let's say uh, uh, facilitate transactions other than Bitcoin. I, I think that Bitcoin is the king of all cryptocurrencies and it has its own um, a decentralization concept, okay, that sits there on, on uh, as a king, okay, on, on the crown. So um, going back to mining, yeah, we have been uh, seeing people uh, uh, mining, bringing in um, the mining uh, devices, uh, importing them from um, from abroad, and. Uh, using them here, building farms. And the electricity has been cheap here uh, in relative to other countries, 
but nowadays we are facing um, electricity and fuel problems also due to the crisis that we have been passing through so this is i think a uh, an obstacle for miners to continue their work and to see it that uh, to see if the, uh, if, if it's uh, profitable uh, uh, going on from from now so uh, Yes, uh, Lebanon has been uh, embracing this. Uh, it's not uh, said that this is legal or unlegal. It's still in the gray area, but uh, the young generation, uh, the people in their 20s and 30s, uh, are open to the internet, are open to uh, everything uh, going on outside uh, this country. So they are aware of it and they are trying to bring something that has value into the country. And what I always hope and wish for is that um, the more people use Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies or mine, uh, the more they educate themselves about it and always see and forecast the risks that they could uh, take for um, trading with Bitcoin or any, any other cryptocurrency. Thanks a million. And that brings us up to our 10 minutes. Um, if listeners want to find out more about what um, your fantastic, you know, delves into digital transformation, Bitcoin, digital currencies, blockchain, how can they find out further details, um, Rhonda? Yeah. Um, uh, according to digital transformation, uh, I, I had um, established uh, uh, a, an association for this in Lebanon, and that was in 2018 after I built the community of Bitcoin and blockchain. So uh, my target or the purpose of this was to spread this uh, new technology along with other technologies that other experts are in, including uh, included in the association. And our target was to educate the people about this technology uh, in relation also uh, with uh, Internet of Things and uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning so that we create a new hub in Lebanon supporting this. I mean, all the countries around us in the Middle East are uh, uh, known for their, uh, like, for example, the UAE, uh, they are known for their um, increase in, in uh, or, or they have their their uh, ultimate uh, uh, education uh, journeys and their involvement in the technology so we thought that we could uh, bring this here and we can do it here and it has been growing i know that we have been passing through um uh, so many obstacles and challenges so this is why we need we, we need the uh, government support and we need the outside uh world support and uh we have very talented people here very talented resources developers blockchain developers uh, most of them are working remotely or uh they traveled uh abroad so yeah so i think that this um mission uh will be still going on until we can uh, create uh, a successful um, strategy for lebanon Thank you, Rhonda. And that concludes our interview. Thanks a million for all those fantastic insights. And um, you've really, um, the 10 minutes has flown and you've really provided a fantastic overview um, over the last 10 minutes of the, the, the potential of not only blockchain, but digital currencies also. Thanks uh, for your time, Rhonda.
Thank you so much, Trevor. It was nice. Uh, it was a pleasure uh, talking with you.